0: Here with uh, Henry's Uncle Podcast, where you're always loved, never judged. You got me, Greg. Eric. Bobby. And Jimmy. And we're here to talk about why we started the podcast and uh, why uh, Eric uh, had the vision and had the wherewithal to make Henry's Uncle uh, organization come to be.
1: Yeah, so uh, last year, um, my my older brother, James... Uh, who was almost uh, 35 years old? Um, I found him uh, passed away due to an accidental drug overdose, uh, primarily fentanyl. Um, James did suffer from a uh, a prescription pill um, addiction uh, that occurred that began about 12 years ago, um, and I worked with him uh, with our family company for the last eight years in the same office every single day. And never once did I ever expect um, or even think that he had any sort of uh, substance use issue. Um, I know it wasn't every day. Uh, I know he, he uh, did get clean. Um, but ultimately, um, the cravings came back, and it ultimately uh, cost him his life. Um, you know, when you start thinking about the, the opioid epidemic, uh, with you know uh, the latest record of you know, around 70,000 people dying uh, in one year. Um, but then you also you know really uh, talk about all addiction. You know it's just not an opioid epidemic, it's an addiction epidemic that is around us and very prevalent, whether it's alcohol, uh, uh, prescription pain pills, uh, methamphetamine, cocaine. Um, it is a big issue. And it needs to end. Um, people should not be dying. You know, people should not be dying at this rate at all. Um, there is evidence-based treatment out there. Um, you know, there is uh, uh, rehabilitation services, and uh, the stigma around addiction um, needs to end. And when I found my brother, uh, you know, at his house um, passed away, the first thing I thought of. Was, uh, you know, my son, my one year old son Henry, not being able to know his uncle, James, um, and how the name came about, Henry's uncle. Um, that was the first thing I thought of because I know, uh, James, um, as my only, only sibling, uh, he was very excited to be an uncle. Uh, I know he was uncle to many of his uh, close friends' kids, uh, and he was a hell of an uncle, uh, to them. Um, and I'm very jealous of that, but, um, you know, it was my my first thought that, you know, uh, my son will never get to know his uncle because... Um,
0: the addiction epidemic that the, we have here.
1: Yeah, of, of a manufactured pill. Right. And um, I started Henry's Uncle to uh, help bring awareness uh, to the addiction epidemic um, and also to help end the stigma around addiction so people can come forward um, and seek help and know it's not a moral failure. It's not a weakness. It's a chronic uh, disease. Um, and, uh, I thank you three for being here today, uh, to help kick off the podcast. And, um, I like to go around and ask uh, each one of you why, why it's important and why you joined.
0: Sure. So I'm Greg. I really, what really resonated with me about this organization is the fact that our society has so much stigma around just being open about your issues. You know, whether it's, you know, amphetamine or a pill or some sort of addiction, um, you should be able to open, openly speak about it, seek help, and there should be uh, vehicles within our communities that allow us to seek help. And that is not happening today. Um, you know, my background's in healthcare, um, I am no longer in the healthcare industry, but um, I feel like there needs to be some, there needs to be an outlet uh, within my life that um, I can address uh, some of the inequalities that we see. Uh, another reason uh, why I wanted to join Eric and helping. Uh, I remember being at uh, um, the funeral, and uh, at that moment, just realizing how many people around me have been um, just afflicted by addiction. You know, I find I think I, I'm not perfect myself. Um, I know for a fact that um, I've had issues myself with being able to uh, partying and, you know, substance abuse, but I've been lucky in the fact that I don't have family members around me that are addicted. You know, I myself don't, you know, don't have issues in that same sense, but it's, it's sad to see my my friends in these circles that have to go through it and whatever I can do to support them, to support our listeners, to support Uh, our community in um, making sure in uh, in ending stigma, really that's really what it comes down to ending stigma and uh, having outlets for those to find, to find and seek help. Um, That's why I joined and that's why I want to do everything in my power to um, uh, bring help.
2: Yeah. So I, I wanted to join uh, as someone who went through AA and is now sober um, I also hate the stigma around calling myself an alcoholic and just alcoholics in general. I don't call myself an alcoholic because of the stigma. Um, and I remember running into you, Eric at a target like downtown <laughs> yeah. and you mentioning starting this and I yep. was totally blown away. And in that moment I was like, I want to do whatever I can to help. And that's probably when I realized like, I need to do something to give back to this community that helped me get sober. Um, And this is my opportunity to do that. I'm with Jimmy on that one. I basically, uh, unfortunately, this is Bobby here, got a graduate school level education in alcoholism and mental illness over the last (laughs) half decade. And I feel like I can put this knowledge to work. You know, for people listening, I've known Eric for a long time, not as long as Jimmy, but we were college roommates for three years. I love Eric with all my heart. And I was kind of out in the wilderness for a long time when I was sick. I didn't talked to anybody, I kept to myself, I was in other states. and it just so happens that James's death served as a catalyst for me to reacquaint myself with all my old friends. Um, so I, I, it's a weird thing, but on some level uh, that's why it occurred. Now <clears throat> I have, uh, I'm an alcoholic, I have bipolar disorder and I think a lot of people don't know what those people are like. I'm just a normal person. I happen to have different issues and I think if I just talk openly and candidly, and people get to hear from somebody who has these issues, they might realize that uh, I'm not as different as people might think. And for people listening, if people have problems like that too, I, I feel good, like Jimmy said, giving back, because it's really the only way that I can stay healthy. And the other thing is it's kind of a good incentive for me to stay sober, uh, working with an organization promoting sobriety. Go figure, <laughs> right? So I force myself to do this, really. Um, and I've been forcing myself to do uncomfortable things to stay sober. And I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart, Eric. Well, uh, you know, you and I share something that most people uh, won't experience. Everyone experiences the passing of loved ones, but not like that in a tragedy. So um, I'm glad that you and I are fighting the battle together, and I'm, I'm here to yeah. help
1: out as much as possible. Thank you. You know, in this podcast, you know, we'll feature uh, people who—, who um, have gone through uh, active addiction uh, to talk about their stories, uh, how they got into recovery, um, what kind of treatment they went through. Uh, We'll also uh, talk about with people um, uh, on the policy side as well uh, law enforcement, uh, people, um, you know, chief medical officers, uh, people in government, so we can get their point of view as well, because there are a lot of gaps, um, in our healthcare industry, um, specifically, uh, with people who are suffering with addiction. And, uh, we want to understand those gaps and try to help close them, uh, so more people, um, can end up in recovery and not, um, and not dying.
0: And not only are there gaps, but it's very difficult to navigate. Yes, and, very uh, difficult. I believe having people that can speak from all stripes, um, from all surrounding addiction, um, should help those uh, have a better sense of where they need to find help, how to find help, and what's being done, what is the state of the union right now, Yes, yeah. sense of... We know this is a problem. Who's addressing it? Why we're we addressing it?
1: It's a very, you know, complex issue, and in our politically, you know, charged climate right now, um, polarizing. Yeah, climate. I want to be able to bring people together because it is, you know, all points of view. It's a very holistic approach, and we all need to have very constructive conversations, um, whether you agree or not, um, but have constructive conversations uh, so we can really truly help.
0: Help everyone. Yeah. And let's not polarize in the sense that you may have an opinion, but let's come and meet in the middle. Yeah. Right. And have constructive conversation. I really like the way you put that. Yeah.
2: I think you won't have as much trouble as you think in that respect. um, Because people do want to make a change and people do want to help. And I think that this is, there's a beginning of a a sea change Mm -hmm. with respect to addiction and mental illness. So It'll be fun to be along for the ride. And look, it's a very, um, can be at times a very morbid topic, right? We're talking about death. We're talking about overdoses. But the thing is, you got to have some gallows humor. You have to laugh. And <laughs> yeah. it's, the, it's the truth. So I'll be but trying to bring inject a little time. humor <laughs> into this thing. Because otherwise, it's, it's not going to fly. So we, we yeah. re- we're
1: going to be serious, but we're going to have as much fun as we can too. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Henry's Uncle podcast please take a second to like, subscribe, or rate us. But more importantly, please share this podcast with anyone who may be interested in the topics discussed so they know they are not alone. As always, at Henry's Uncle, you are loved, never judged.